Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about intuitive eating. And what does that even mean? I want to dig in today and really talk about what that means, what that means for your goals, what that means for your mindset. Literally, what is intuitive eating? Um, A lot of times there are terms that can be thrown around, um, things that you want to try in your fitness journey that you really have no idea what you're getting yourself into. Um, you know, even just things like trying Whole30, trying to be keto, um, trying low carb, trying low fat. I think sometimes you technically know what that means that you're going to have to cut carbs, right? Or to cut fat or Whole30 is, you know, whole foods for 30 days. But there's certain things. There's certain guidelines. um, And there's also certain sacrifices that go along with those things that I think a lot of times we don't take into consideration before we are trying. So I really want to talk about intuitive eating right now, being that it's July, it's the middle of summer. Um, I get asked a lot this time of year from my clients, especially when they are going on vacation uh, about intuitive eating. So that's why I thought right now this would be a really good topic. So let's dive in to intuitive eating. So how to be intuitive, right? Like following your thoughts, trusting your body to make those food decisions for you. What does that mean? Like what what does that even mean? I hear that term a lot. Should I eat intuitively? I want to try intuitive eating, like try intuitive eating. That's not... I don't know. I think there's just a lot of um, confusion around the topic. And so I think digging in today will be really good. As far as what I mentioned, um, my clients asking often this time of year about going on vacations. I want to dive into that a little bit more to kind of set the tone for this. So what I mean is when I am coaching a client, generally, they will sign up for a 12-week program with me. Well, this time of year, especially all of my clients are going on vacation or taking a weekend off or you know have something coming up that they are wanting to quote unquote like go off track of maybe tracking their macros for a while for their vacation or you know doing all the things that they would normally do at home right take some time off and just kind of chill for their vacation and maybe not do the program that they're doing with me so structured and so what they will say oftentimes or ask me is they come to me, obviously, as their coach, and they ask, you know, hey, while I'm going on vacation, should I just eat intuitively this week? Or would you recommend, Christy, that I eat intuitively when I'm on vacation or, you know, go off track completely or still follow my macros? And so I hear that word intuitively quite a bit this time of year. And so I think what they are generally asking me is like, should they just kind of obviously trust their gut when they're on vacation and not stick to the exact plan of, you know, what I have set for them as far as their macros and their workouts? And so my answer is usually yes. 
vacations are meant to be enjoyed and they are meant to be not, you know, stressing about food and things like that. But the downside of that is if you take some time off and you quote unquote eat intuitively on vacation, what happens is my ladies then come back from vacation having gained like five pounds and they're really upset by that. And they know deep down inside that it's because they ate intuitively or they went completely off track is usually what that means. Um, They had a good time and they weren't ready. They weren't expecting the five pound weight gain. Now, I think that we just need to go into this with a better mindset of, yes, I can definitely go on vacation and take some time off and, you know, enjoy myself. But the what's going to happen if I do that is I'm going to gain some weight. I'm not maybe going to be impressed with the scale when I get home from said vacation. But that's kind of the give and take of that situation. And so I think that that's part of the problem with intuitive eating is that we just don't have a clear definition, um, a clear expectations and clear outcome of what we want going into intuitive eating. And so I hope that that makes sense just to kind of set the groundwork on this. I really want to dig into like literally what is intuitive eating? Like I Googled it and found the, you know, quote unquote definition on the internet. Um, I want to talk a little bit about too, like what other clients have said, um, my own journey kind of thinking maybe I wanted to do intuitive eating, uh, try intuitive eating, eat intuitively. I'm saying that word way too much right now. But um, so there's a kind of just a couple of things I want to dig into because again, I feel like this is something that can be confusing and I want to just really narrow it down because it really comes down to like what you want and your goals and, you know, having clear expectations. So like I said, a lot of times when people come to me asking me, should I eat intuitively? I want to try to eat intuitively. That will sometimes come from a place of, you know, Christy, I've tried tracking macros in the past and it doesn't work for me. I would rather eat intuitively than to track everything I'm putting in my mouth. And I also want to talk on this podcast about how, or this episode rather, about how you need to have that knowledge and you need to have that foundation. You need to actually track for a while so that you know what intuitively looks like for your body. And so why those two go hand in hand and why that really changed the game for me in a huge way. So First of all, I did Google, like I said, I Googled what is intuitive eating? And is that even a thing to Google? Like I searched it, I guess. I don't I don't know what the what the correct site is term is. I searched what is intuitive eating? And this is the actual definition that came up. A non-dieting approach to changing your eating habits is also known as intuitive eating. According to the National Eating Disorders Association, intuitive eating is about trusting your body to make food choices that feel good for you without judging yourself or the influence of diet culture. So I had to read that a few times because I really like the idea of it, you know, a non-dieting approach. I really love um, trusting your body. I love making food choices that feel good for you. I love you know, not judging yourself and having the influence of diet culture. So I really actually love the definition of intuitive eating. You know, it's like a lot of my clients can hardly even follow a diet to the T. 
because it's not made for their goals, right? We've talked about this before. But how are you supposed to follow a non-diet approach? How are you supposed to decide what foods make you feel good and what foods you know, your body wants and how to do that without judgment. I mean, the whole definition of this is kind of impossible. And so I think that's why it's a confusing topic. People aren't clear on what they actually want. And so do you want to follow a diet? Do you not want to follow a diet? And at the end of the day, if you're wanting to try intuitive eating and you're thinking that sounds interesting, do you really want to follow your gut and feel like what, you know, eating whatever you want and making that kind of feel good for you? Or do you want to look a certain way? Because let's be honest, for me, without having the knowledge and the background and the basis of macros and what my body needs to feel good, if I ate intuitively, you know, meaning that I just ate food choices that make me feel good, that would not work for me. I don't think I would necessarily, I mean, yes, I love Oreos, but they don't make me feel good. So I don't think I would necessarily eat all wrong foods. I can't see myself, I don't shouldn't say wrong, you know, all sugary foods, all the processed things. I don't think I would go that route, but I definitely wouldn't be feeding my body what it needs. And so for me, it looked like when I tried this, it was like, why? Because I wanted the freedom. I wanted no rules. I wanted that non-diet approach. I wanted to not have guidelines. I had tried meal plans and I felt like that wasn't a good route. And so the opposite of a meal plan is to do whatever you want, just to trust your body and make choices that feel good for you. It's almost like there has to be a middle ground and that's what macros are. And that's what I teach my ladies because, yeah, you know, do you want to follow your gut and make those choices that feel good for you and not end up losing weight and not feel good about yourself and not, you know, and still be overweight, um, not love your body. Is that what you really want is to follow your gut, but to not make the improvements that you're wanting to not hit the goals that you're wanting to hit? Or do you want to not only look a certain way, but you want to be able to like feel your body and have the energy that you're looking for? So I feel like they don't go hand in hand. You could be totally disagreeing with me right now. This was my own journey. This is like probably 95% of the women that I coach. This is their journey as well. You know, they go from wanting to not follow a dieting approach, but still having these goals that they can't reach. And let's be honest, we get to where we are being an unhappy place. You get to that unhappy place physically by eating whatever you want and kind of quote unquote trusting your body because you don't have that knowledge to actually trust your body because your body doesn't know what the heck it's doing. And so what that really comes down to is freedom without guidelines. Freedom without knowledge is just reckless. And you're not going to feel good about your journey because you're not going to end up trusting yourself because you don't have the basis to make those good decisions. And so in my opinion, you have to put in the time to know how to be intuitive. So if you go back to the definition, it's about trusting your body to make food choices that feel good for you. Well, the only way you can trust your body to make those food choices that feel good is to put in the time to really dig in and see what food choices do make you feel good. I think what we want is to not be so stressed about food. We want to live our life and have fitness be a byproduct and to not think about food all the time. And so Intuitive eating becomes something like, oh, I want to try that because it's it's going to take away the, you know, maybe the meal planning and the meal prepping and all the work. I'll just have I'll be able to just kind of eat whatever I want and whatever my body feels like eating, I'll give it that and it will feel good. 
and it, it probably will feel good, but in the moment, but maybe not, you know, long term. And so reflecting on my own journey when I was taking notes for this podcast, I personally wanted control of my body. And so I followed a meal plan. I meal prepped. I did everything to a T. I followed a workout plan, right? That was the control that I wanted. And I thought that was what was going to do that for me, prepping and planning and, you know, um, doing exact workouts seven days a week and feeling like I was always, always, always doing something. And by following a plan so strictly, I felt like I learned nothing. I didn't have anyone guiding me, by the way. I was just following a plan. And so I felt like I fell off track. And so the opposite of you know following a plan to the T is, like I said, being intuitive and just saying like, okay, well, I know what I want to feel like. I want to feel like I have you know freedom and yeah, I want control, but that didn't work. And so now I just want freedom and I want to just be stress-free and I don't want to think about food all day. And so I'll just eat Oreos all the time and you know, eat these foods that make me feel good and not think about it. Well, then I didn't love the way that I looked and felt because I felt sluggish because of the food choices I was making. I didn't have any energy because of the food choices I was making. I put on a few good old pounds because of the food choices I was making. And so the meal plan taught me nothing except that I didn't like that much structure. Going way off track taught me nothing except that I didn't like that. And I really had no idea what I was doing. And so the middle ground is putting in the time to be intuitive. And let's look at what that actually means. So like I said, freedom without guidelines and knowledge is reckless. And so in my experience and my experience with coaching hundreds of women, it takes that time to be, you have to put in the time, I should say. You have to put in the time to track your food a little bit, to know what your body wants, to know what your body responds to. And this will take a little bit of time, but we've got the time and it's worth it in the long run to be able to then know your body, trust your body, have your body trust you in return. And then you can be intuitive because if you don't know what your goals are, if you don't know you know, what you want to feel like, what you want to look like, how can you feed your body in a way that, you know, to trust your body to be fed in a way that those choices feel good for you? They just won't until you put in the time. And so what that looks like is you hopefully having someone like me in your back pocket kind of guiding you through all of this. But Literally, what that looks like is when you know how to fuel your body and you know how much protein, fats, carbs, overall calories your body needs to feel its best and to thrive and to function properly and to grow the muscle that you want, if that's your goal, or to lose the fat that you want, if that's your goal. If you know exactly what that looks like and the way that you know what that looks like is by hiring someone to calculate those numbers for you, walk you through it, track those numbers for a while on my fitness pal, literally tracking the food that you are eating and hitting those goals makes you feel good in a way that you've accomplished something. By the way, macros is not restricting any food. So you can still eat the foods that you want and that will make you feel good too. But you don't have to restrict anything. So you hit your macros, you're learning along this this macro journey that your body likes different foods. You can eat whatever foods you want, maybe not in the quantity that you want, but you learn how to fuel your body 
you see the results because if you're fueling your body correctly, your body will start to trust that you're going to continue to do that and it will shed the fat for you. So you'll start losing fat. You'll start gaining muscle. Your body will start to tone and shape in the way that you want it to. Then once you're used to that and you know you know what foods that takes, what those foods look like, what foods have a lot of protein in them. So at the end of the night, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I really need some food. I'm starving. I really haven't hit my protein goal today. Quickly, you can be like, okay, I need a protein bar or a protein shake or a Kodiak waffle or um, a couple boiled eggs or a Greek yogurt or a couple packs of tuna fish. Those are just some quick options that I tell my ladies. You know, something quick that you can just pop in the microwave or pop out of the refrigerator and whip up really quick and get some protein. You know exactly what to eat because you've been tracking it for so long that your body knows what feels good. And so your body and your mind can work together to hit those goals. That to me and to my ladies, that is intuitive eating. You have the knowledge, you have the background, you've put in the time to track your food and tracking your food has allowed you to see like, oh, this is what I'm eating. I'm tracking my food. Literally, it's spelled out in front of you what you eat in a day. And in turn, you see your body changing, you're hitting your goals, you're feeling good. You start to see that you know tracking and feeding yourself well equals the body that you want the energy that you want, the life that you want, and that this is working. And so then you don't have to track forever. And you can then say, okay, what do I need right now for my body to feel good? What kind of snacks have I been eating that makes my body feel good? That's intuitive. You no longer have to track. You no longer have to feel like, oh, I'm really craving some Oreos that I can't have right now. That would be the judgment because you know you can have them. And so In my opinion, not only in my opinion, but in like my research, in my expertise, (laughs) um, in my actual, you know, life and finding this out, that's what intuitive eating actually means and actually looks like for myself and for every other real woman, should I dare say, on this earth is that exactly right there. So I think we need to change the definition a little bit of intuitive eating. I know that that is the definition and I can't go in and change it on the internet. But I think for ourselves as women or men listening to this as well, I think you need to change the definition or at least make that a little more clear in your head. Like I said, the expectations and the outcomes of intuitive eating. What do you really want when you say intuitive eating? You want the freedom But you also want the energy and you want to know how to feel your body. You want to feel good at the end of the day about your food choices. That's kind of what what people, when they ask me, you know, hey, when I'm going on vacation, should I just eat intuitively? What they're saying is, hey, should I kind of like throw tracking to the side and just kind of do my best on vacation, you know, eat what I feel like? But that's the expectation. And then the outcome will be, yeah, maybe I'll gain a couple pounds you know, maybe my body will be holding on to some extra water weight from the carbs. You have to put that expectation there so that when that happens, you're ready for it. And then after vacation, I jump back in, get back on track, track my macros for a little bit, or make sure I, you know, up my protein and start hitting my protein goals. Like that's kind of intuitive. And then you can kind of change things along the way. By the way, that's exactly what I just did. We came back from a week-long vacation to Florida two days ago. And when I was gone, I basically ate intuitively. Now, I know that, you know, I still need certain things. I had sandwiches. I had 
my pre-workout. I didn't take anything else really as far as um, you know my supplements or anything, but I did have my Kodiak muffin cup every morning. We had eggs. So there are certain foods that I know that I need to eat that will get me some protein. But for dinner, it was kind of a free-for-all. And so I definitely ate intuitively. I definitely went, quote unquote, off track knowing that when I got back, I might be, you know, have gained a few pounds, I might actually be a little bit smaller. Generally, I will eat less if I'm not tracking or trying, especially on vacation because we're just busy, than more. And so for me, it's usually I will actually be a little bit smaller. Now that is technically because I have some muscle on my body and my muscle, my metabolism is, you know, moving a little bit faster. And I kind of have all that in, in control, but that's because I tracked and put in that time. So don't forget. And so now that I'm back, of course, I have to kind of regather, start tracking again, paying attention to protein. And so I explain that to my clients. That's literally what I do. And that's what I, uh, that's what I recommend that they do. But I also want you to be aware of, you know, maybe the consequences that come along with that and make sure that you are willing to deal with those consequences, you know, of your actions, of course. And so. I hope this helped kind of explain intuitively a little bit more and kind of what that means. This can just really come back to your goals. Do you want to eat intuitively? Like, do you want to say, I'm an intuitive eater? I just follow my intuition and eat whatever I want. I don't know. Is that, is that the, like the phrase that you're looking for to say? Or does that not really matter? Would you rather have the knowledge that will ultimately lead you to that freedom? Like, would you rather have the knowledge of what your body actually needs, what you can do technically to get the body you want, to build that muscle, to look toned, and that be your your version of intuitively eating? For me, that's what that looks like. And so, uh, yeah, I think it just comes back to making sure you have set goals for yourself. Don't just do something that someone else is doing and that you think sounds cool and you want to try it. Like, Make sure you're aware of the expectations, the outcome. Make sure that that's a goal you have set for yourself. Make sure it aligns with your plans, like your life, and make sure that that's going to work. But also know that your version of being intuitive and trusting your body can look different than other people's. My version of trusting my body and what it feels like is, yeah, sometimes I will trust my body and eat what it wants and what it feels like having Sometimes I will not and I will eat for my goals and make sure that I hit certain things um, regardless of what my body, you know, is feeling like it wants. And so that's my that's my two cents on intuitive eating. I think it is a really good idea, like a good starting place and a good thing to want that freedom. But I also just want to make sure that you put in the time and really think it over. I guess that's really what I want for everything that you look at after hearing these episodes and how I coach my ladies, when you hear something like intuitive eating or keto or something, anything, um, it can be a cleanse or just an, you know, an MLM company or just any kind of a product really that you even see it like your health food store. I want you to pick it up and look at it and say, is, you know, what are the expectations? What are the outcomes? What are the actual rules of this? Do I really want to do this? Is that even what I'm looking for? Or is this product not something that I need? Is this diet not something that's going to serve me? I think it's just opening your mindset and, and really realizing like, just because it's out there doesn't mean that you have to try it or mean that it's right for you. And so that's really what intuitive eating will just kind of fall into that category as well. And that is just my hope for you is that to open your eyes to thinking about things a little bit differently. So I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Please share it with your friends. I know that everyone needs to hear these topics because they just they matter so much in our overall health and being 
Also, if you could go leave a rating and a review on this podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. I love to see your thoughts and your reviews. They mean so, so much to me. I appreciate you being here more than you know, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time. 